Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon to you. It is the Steve Jones Show. It's Friday afternoon. Chad Hirschberger sitting in at the producer chair for Steve. Uh, not for Steve. <laughs> it's Friday. Uh, I'm sitting in for Matt Catrillo today. Matt's taking a long weekend. Um, Steve will be with us shortly from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 in Shemokin Dam. And we will bring you up to date on all the sports news. The Masters going on today. And we'll have uh, an update from that. And uh, I was interested uh, perusing some uh, things here before the show. I was interested in this headline that I saw about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods thought he was in Florida after that car crash he was in where uh, police yesterday said that he was speeding uh, before that happened so when uh, he came to he thought he was in Florida so I didn't read the article but uh, that was one of the top headlines uh, that I saw this afternoon you're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK and uh, if you like the Phillies uh, there is something that you need to check out. Uh, you have heard about it here. Uh, we had a guest on. Uh, the Greg Murphy was on uh, the show before. But uh, don't forget that we have uh, the podcast Glove Stories with Murph with Philly sports journalist Greg Murphy. And uh, this week it's episode two. And he's got a bunch of great people to talk to this week. You'll hear from Mickey Morandini talking about the 1993 fills he'll have some memories with larry boa from 1980 and he'll talk to ben davis on the current team the 2021 fills so uh, make sure that you uh make sure that you check out the glove stories with murph podcast it's on youtube you can download it from your apple podcast just like you can do with this show google podcast spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so make sure that you check that out glove stories with murph something new here from SBC Media Partners, and uh, we're glad to be doing that in partnership with uh, sports journalist Greg Murphy from Philly. So check that out. And coming up today on the show, we've got the King. The King will be with us to do some sports trivia. So uh, make sure that you stick around uh, for that. And uh, I'm not sure if we have other guests or not. As I said, when you fill in, you aren't always told everything uh it's coming up so i do know that the king's coming up and we'll have uh, sports trivia with the king at 4 30 after the 4 30 uh news and break uh coming up in the last half hour of the show let's see here if we can get some masters it's round two of the masters going on right now it looks like we've got in the lead 
as the computer decides to refresh to check out to see who is in the lead and it's not refreshing for me but we will get that uh, here for you the Seahawks re-signed Randall their player yeah, they're moving him to cornerback uh, seven under par is the current leader at the Masters at Augusta in Georgia and waiting here again to refresh it's Friday we're all kind of moving slowly especially if you know your weekend is coming up here momentarily yeah this isn't helping me here all right so as we said Steve Jones will be joining us from the Sunbury Motors studio in just a few moments some other sports news today uh, this was a news story that broke this morning but uh, tied into sports as well you might have heard that um, Prince Philip Queen Elizabeth's husband died um, and he had some connections to uh, UK sports as well and uh, they're paying tribute to him today um, as well of course uh, him being a national figure in the UK um, the football league over there the English uh, football association which again is soccer um, paid tribute to Prince Philip um, and they uh, said that um, if teams uh, in England want to play this weekend they can but uh, they uh, are able to uh, use that as their discretion um, after the death of Prince Philip so that's uh, kind of interesting um, several uh, players like Liverpool legend Sir Kenny Dalgish uh, had uh, posted some tributes online today too So even though it was a more news story, it did also uh, jump in uh, here and we have some sports reaction to that news from today as well. So I think we'll take our first break and uh, we'll be back after this and uh, hopefully Steve will be with us then. You're listening to the Steve Jones Show right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. It's a Friday, so it is also brought to you by a Brewers Outlet. And uh, we'll be talking about that and them too. Get those pickles ready. Hopefully that gets you in the mood for the weekend. It is Friday. You're listening to the Steve Jones Show here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Glad to have you along on the show today. And a reminder that if you like a Phillies baseball, we've got Phillies action uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, they're going to be taking on the Braves this weekend, and it starts tonight. Their three game series, 645. You can catch the Phillies on our sister station, Eagle 107. They play tomorrow night again at 645 against the Braves, and then again on Sunday. 6.30 again down there in Georgia at uh, Atlanta they'll play playing the Braves and then next week they got a, a uh, four game series with the Mets they'll be up in New York 
and then they go to St. Louis. Actually, uh, St. Louis comes to Philly uh, next weekend for um, three games next weekend. So uh, they got a busy week coming up. And again, your home for the Phillies is our sister station, Eagle 107. Let's check in with the NFL and get some NFL network news right now. I'm James Palmer with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Like his play on the field, Patrick Mahomes is apparently an all-pro at injury recovery as well. The Chiefs quarterback attended the Masters Golf Tournament Thursday without the walking boot he's been wearing since having foot surgery February 10th. The Chiefs believe Mahomes will be able to practice by mid-May. Mahomes nearly had another Pro Bowl target to throw to. Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster said he nearly signed with Kansas City in March before deciding to re-up with Pittsburgh. Like Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence is also on the mend. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reports the projected first overall pick is already throwing again after undergoing left shoulder surgery in February. And Chargers head coach Brandon Staley said Thursday that left tackle is a position of need for his football team and they'll definitely target that in the draft. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. My apologies to everybody for being a tad late. Uh, sometimes there are circumstances behind your control, like other vehicles, <laughs> and what and what they do, which then causes you to detour. Uh, so we will, and so I apologize for that, and I put that all on you, and that's all on me. But well, it's not all on me, but <laughs> it's one of those you're like, really. Uh, so I had to, we had to take a different route to get here so we apologize for that today's show brought to you by brewers outlet reagan street in sunbury the beverage supermarket imports domestics microbrews best selection of beer anywhere wine coolers water soft drinks snacks they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day and the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills indeed second to none all at brewers outlet reagan street in sunbury the beverage supermarket and we are in the sunbury motor studio Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Let's get to the Masters and start there where Justin Rose fell back a bit and then regained position. And Bryson DeChambeau is now uh, in the hunt, as is Justin Thomas. So Rose at 7 under par fell back to 4 under at one point today. And then to his credit, like he did yesterday, once he got to the back nine, he steadied himself. Because on the front nine, he had four bogeys and a birdie. He went out 39. You're like, eee. So he's four under. Now he gets to 13. A 13 for a pro at Augusta National is a birdie hole. He knocks it in there, gets a birdie, two-putt birdie, fine. But then the bonus was he birdied 14. It was not an easy putt, and he birdied it. And then he parred 15, which normally for a pro is going to end up being a, a, a birdie hole, but he parred it. And then he birdied the par 3 16th. Then par par, and he finished and went out in 33, shot an even par 72, stays at 7 under par with a two-shot lead over Mark Leishman, who normally plays well in big events. And now for the name that you should sit back and go, uh-huh, 
There are two names that give you the uh-huh feeling. And they're the uh, two buddies, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. Thomas is at five under par. He is six under for the day. He began the day at one over. He's five under. He is two shots back playing 17. Spieth shot a 171 to start. He is three under for the day playing 17. He's four under for the tournament. Four under. Patrick Reed's at three under. Uh, so far, Hideki Matsuyama's at two under par. Xander Shoffley's one under. Bryson DeChambeau is a big story today. Yesterday, it was like, oh, he shot 76, four over par. And he gets himself to five over when he bogeyed five. And then things started to happen. He birdied six. He birdied eight. He birdied nine. Then he bogeyed 10, but then he birdied 13. He birdied 15. He birdied 17. And guess what? He is now four under for the day, and he's back to even on the championship. He's only seven shots back in this. So he is in that neighborhood. Uh, Cut is at three over, and Phil Mickelson, to his credit, rallied and got himself to the cut line. He at one point was in deep trouble. He was at five over at one point. Then he birdied eight. Then he went back to five over nine. Then he birdied 13 and, and 15, the two par fives, and he got him to an even round, even par round, and uh, he will make the weekend. And that's how it's playing out at Augusta National right now. How about the Mets yesterday and how the Mets won? We touched on this briefly yesterday. I give the umpire, the home plate umpire, credit because he did come out and say later after the game, it doesn't do the Marlins any good. He says, but he said, I made the wrong call. I made the wrong call. I should have called it a strike. Was Mike Conforto hit by the pitcher, Michael? Michael Conforto. I met him when he was a little kid, so it's like, you know, so I apologize. It's, he wants me to know as Michael. Michael Conforto. Michael Conforto leans out over the plate, not like dramatically, but he leans out just enough, and you can hear on pure sound that, yes, his elbow guard does get hit. You So you hear click, elbow guard hit, mitt. So you hear the two sounds. So, yeah, he, get, he got hit by the pitch. But he got hit by a strike. So when that happens, the call is it's a strike. It is not reviewable as to whether or not the pitch is a strike. That's the part that's not reviewable. The only part that's reviewable is whether he got hit. Well, he did. That's the only part that is reviewable. So they, they, he said, I should have called it a strike live. If he had called it a strike live, replay would not have mattered. But the Mets won the game. Now, remember, McNeil hit a home run to tie that game up. Today, the Yankees are playing Tampa Bay. It's scoreless in the middle of the second. Here's a significant slice for you. Aaron Judge is not in the lineup again today. Aaron Judge has missed so many games in his career. And here we are at Game 7. He's not in the lineup. Frazier's in right field today. What's interesting about Judge is that he's been, you know, he got into this late. He's not a free agent until he's 31. And I don't know what his value is going to be when that finally happens. But Aaron Judge is out of the lineup again today. When he's in there, he's dynamic. 
When he's out of there, he's like Chad Hirschberger. <laughs> that wasn't the comparison you were looking for? No, no. <laughs> I just compared you to Aaron Judge. I mean, you could, you could brag to all your friends. I will. By the way, when Tiger Woods was in the hospital after his crash, do you know what he told authorities? He thought he was in Florida. He thought... He thought he was in Florida. Wow. Wow. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, left by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. And yes, with the warmer weather, might we remind you of not one, but six great flavors of slushies. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. All right. Great time, by the way, to go to the lot. The weather's been so nice. A little, you know, a little cooler today. A friend of mine was telling me today it's like 75 in Pittsburgh today. Really? That's not the story here. No, as a matter of fact, uh, I think it got cooler as the day wore on. Uh, when I uh, was out this morning, it felt warmer than when I was getting ready to come down here. So, yeah, it's, Well, what happens is we're getting with this storm more of an eastern flow, and that's why we're getting cooler weather. I mean, I don't want to sound like a meteorologist. I mean, I barely play a sportscaster on the radio. <laughs> but... Uh, but that's my understanding of it. Okay. Uh, let's give you a slice of good news and update a story. Uh, Chad, you remember during the Easter, the, uh, not the Eastern Eight, during the Elite Eight, Gonzaga was playing USC, and in the first half, a referee collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, name is Burt Smith. Burt Smith's done a couple of Penn State games in his career. He's a really good official. Well... When it happened, they thought, oh, my goodness, did he trip over somebody? No. And you watch the replay, and he just went down. They got to him right away. Uh, The Gonzaga bench was there for him right away. The medical personnel, other staffers rushed toward him. Players on both teams returned to their benches. It turned out that Burt Smith had a blood clot in his lung. Wow. And... He said the fall actually might have saved his life. Hmm. He regained consciousness while on the floor, as you may recall. He was alert, and he was carried off the floor in a stretcher. Arms were folded, looking around, so he was awake, alert. Medical personnel at Lucas Oil Stadium treated Smith, who later went to a local hospital. That's where he learned that his scary fall was related to a blood clot in his lung. You don't know where that clot was going next, Smith told Greg Doyle of the Indianapolis Star. He was in the hospital two days. It puts in perspective the value of each day because we all go through our lives. We're all guilty of it. We just live, right? 
Mm-hmm. But we do say, I, but do we say I love you enough? You don't have to here, okay, Chad? All right. <laughs> okay. Do we give an extra hug enough? Again, distance makes a difference here, Chad. Uh, do we do the things with our family and friends that have value to them? Do we stop putting down people like the suit? No, it's not in here. When you live something like I did, it hits you square in the eyes that you really have to value each day, which is so true. A replacement official was added to the crew after Smith collapsed. After the game, Mark Few said he walked over to Smith to offer his support as he was being placed on a stretcher. He's a great official, a great person. And really, Bert Smith is a fabulous official. I mean, I was shocked and scared for him, but I was able to stick my head in there a little bit and see he was talking incoherent and tried to say a quick prayer for him and just wished him the best. Well, again, blood clot lung... And now he's doing fine. You know, obviously they give him, they'll give him thinners and so forth. That my for my brother. My brother's going to be on next in the final half hour of the show, as you know. Yes, that was my my brother had that problem for a long time. It wasn't a blood clot in the lung; it was in his leg. And we're talking for years. This was for years, and this was Kevin being, as usual, a good Samaritan. It was a snowstorm. A guy got had slid off the road and was stuck. So Kevin, in the storm, it's snowing. So it's you know this is one of those hey it snows over it's nice and clear and you're helping somebody out. Kevin pulled over in the storm and try and and actually helped push the guy out of the ditch. But in doing so, his foot slipped. Natural, it's in the snow, and his knee cracked a rock. And in doing so, obviously, he hurt his knee, but he also developed a blood clot in his leg, and, and it took forever to get rid of it. You should have—I mean, you should have seen the swelling in my brother's leg when he had this. I mean, blood clots are so—I mean, I know now that anytime you go to the hospital, it's one of the things that worry about right away all the time with anything, any kind of surgery. You know, first twenty-four hours, they're talking about where your legs need to be and so forth are trying to prevent any possibility of blood clots. And who knows, you know, when the when it gets loose, who knows where it can go. And Bert Smith was fortunate and they did a great job of treating him on the spot. They did a great job of treating him in Lucas Oil Stadium and they obviously did a great job in the hospital he went to in Indianapolis. But I realize this was during the tournament, but is it standard procedure to have a backup official on standby when something like this happens? Always. Always. There's always a fourth official that is that is sitting at the table during the NCAA tournament. For that specific reason, if something happens, a guy turns an ankle, doesn't feel well, something. But in the NCAA tournament, they always have a fourth official that's actually sitting at the table on the sideline. Now, what they did was they brought that official in, and then what they did, because everybody was in proximity to one another, because the way the tournament was played, they then brought another official over to the table to replace the one that had to go on the floor. But every NCAA tournament game, Chad, always has a fourth official that is sitting at the table. Same story in the Big Ten tournament. In the Big Ten tournament, there's always a fourth official that is sitting at the table. So it's a good question. Glad I was able to answer it. So that's how that works. All right, so let's see here. Anybody doing anything here? Thomas, five under par. Spieth's now at five under. 
Ooh, Tony Finau's at five under. Leishman's finished at five under. So Thomas Finau and Spieth are all playing 18, all at five under par. Two shots back of Justin Rose. The intrigue, and those are the only guys at five under. Spieth, Finau, Thomas, and Leishman's done. They're all at five under. Everybody else is four under in terms of the pack that's chasing. And DeChambeau ended up shooting 67 today. He finished at one under par. He is six shots back. This is a guy who stood on the sixth tee at five over par. And he gained back six shots. He made seven birdies and one bogey the rest of the way. Not bad. Not bad at all. Good for him. He's something. I mean, he hits the ball the way you do, Chad. It's it's unreal to see the two of you out there together. Does he hit it into the windmill like I do? Let me put it this way: <laughs> if Deshambo if Deshambo hits the windmill, okay, he obliterates the windmill. <laughs> I I I don't know how long he can do this because when you watch him, his swing is so violent. I mean, and when I mean violent, like the torque. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that. To me, have you ever gone out and golf with Mark Lawrence? Same thing. <laughs> right, the torque is unbelievable. I'm trying to think, the hardest swinger I ever saw in person. I mean, besides a pro. I mean, besides a pro. Obviously, the pros. I'm trying to think of guys I've played golf with that have just huge swings. Like I mean, really fast. I would one of the old lady line play-by-play announcer Jerry Fisher, Fran's son. He could hit the ball country. He could hit the ball country mile. I always thought that that when he turned fifty, he would try to get his champions card. I really did. I I thought he would. He never did. Hmm. But I mean, he was really that that good. That good. Uh, so, yeah. But I, mean, I don't know how long he can do this because remember, Tiger Woods has had a series of back. He, uh, Woods has now had what five back surgeries total. And you watch the way Tiger Woods during the prime of his career how he swung, and I mean I'm talking a torque he put in it, boom, like, and the ball would bang off the club, and the the finish was so violent. That now you watch now obviously we can't watch Tiger play right now, but when Tiger won the Masters in 2019, which was remarkable, and you watch him win the Tour Championship in Atlanta before that, what really struck me was the fluidity of his swing, especially with irons, incredibly fluid with his irons. This is where, for DeChambeau, I mean, I know he's all bulked up, but boy, you watch that routine he does on the practice tee. Grab ball, put down swing. Grab ball, put down swing. Grab ball, put down swing. Right? And it's like, I mean, and and the torque with which his body goes through during that workout. I'm asking myself, how long can somebody do that? I mean, I'm talking years now. How many years can somebody do it like that and not have a back problem? 
You ever see the suit swing? I have not, no. Huh. Aren't you fortunate? All right. Uh, <laughs> now, you know what bothers me about the suit? Playing golf. <laughs> I'm glad you continued that sentence. <laughs> you know what bothers me about the suit when he plays golf? About playing golf? He doesn't play enough. I'm being serious now. Mm-hmm. Because he's the kind of guy that when you're out there and you're playing around to golf with him, the front the front nine he's a mess because he doesn't play. And then on the back nine, he starts hitting a really nice drive. Then he hits another really nice drive. Then he hits another really nice drive. And you sit back, and, and I keep telling you, if you played a little bit more, you'd, I mean, he'd be good. I, to be honest with you, I think he'd be a good player if he played more. I wish he would play more. I wish he would because, again, because he doesn't play enough. The front nine, it's almost comical, and you're like, okay, we have a good time. We kid him around. But then on the back nine, he'll start, he'll start hitting some drives. And I mean the drives that are in the fairway, good distance, the whole deal, and he does, right? The, all the way through, does a great job with it. I, I've told him once, I've told him a bunch of times, play more. Dick in Milton, the man. How are you, Dick? Great to hear from you, my friend. I'm good, Steve. I was listening to you coming up the road. I, I wanted to, I'm not going to hang on. I just wanted to ask you a golf question. I quit sure. playing golf back a lot, a lot of years ago. For, and I could not going through the reason. But anyhow, what I was going to ask you, when you're talking about hitting the ball long, not you personally, would you think that best golfers ever have been able to hit the ball long or hit the ball and, and always keep it in play in the fairway? Do you understand the question? Well, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You're talking about accuracy versus distance. I'm, 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 that's what I'm asking you. Do you think the all-time yeah. great golfers have been hit? I'm, Tigers are kind of the exception because he didn't hit. He didn't always play for, with accuracy either. Cause some, but I guess my question, do you think like Sneeds and the Hogans and the guys that hit the ball forever and the best players and, and Nicholas or Palmer, do you think it was because they played with accuracy or for distance? I guess that's my well, question. Well, Nicholas was both. Nicholas, because Nicholas could, you know, remember, the golf ball was different. They changed the golf ball in 1996. And yeah. Nicholas, Nicholas was a bomber off the tee with that ball, and he was accurate. Arnold Palmer was remarkable because Arnold Palmer had great imagination. He pulled off shots a lot like Seve Ballesteros, where you sit back and go, Wow. He saw something I didn't see. Today, today's game, to be honest with you, I think it's all about distance. And I thought Fred Ridley, the president of Augusta National, made a great point the other day. The USGA and the Royal and Ancient, the RNA in Great Britain, make the rules of golf. And Ridley was asked, would you ever use a master's golf ball? In other words, a golf ball that's not going to travel as far. So specifically, everybody has to play with the same ball. And he said, I don't want to get to that, but I also don't want golf courses to be 8,000 yards either. Uh, well, I guess can, the reason I'm asking, you know they've been talking about, what's his name, the addition. Yeah, the guy hits the, hits the ball forever, and I was yeah. like, you know, could he drive number one green there at the Masters? And I said he probably could, but then maybe they couldn't find the wall either because because he doesn't <laughs> play with a lot of accuracy. No, but, no, no, he doesn't. And <laughs> but see, that's where. But you know what? He comes in from weird angles because of it. And you know, you you want to know why he's gotten to be good? He's always hit it long. Now he's hitting it longer. But he became a really good putter. I mean, he was ranked about 110 to 120 two years ago. 
Now he's 12th in putting. That's the part that has everybody freaked out. Oh, great, he's long and now he putts. Great. Well, they were talking about a kid yesterday, and I don't know where he I saw he was like uh, one or two under par, uh, something 21 or 20-year-old. Seen um I, I never heard of him until yesterday, but he's like third in the, on the tour in in uh, accuracy. Like in in uh, the problem is he can't putt for crap. Well, he can't yeah. putt like the rest of. Them. But he's he's unbelievable from the tee to the to the green itself. That was uh, Colin, he's not very old. Twenty twenty two, twenty one maybe. That was Colin Montgomery. Uh, Colin no, Montgomery. Another, no, this guy I'm here. Saying, no, 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 that wasn't his name. No, no, it's, no. Uh, I don't remember what his name was because oh, I never no. had heard of him. But no, the, and the other thing is, and I'm going to hang but, up, but I want to tell you something interesting. You know, I never heard of anybody yeah. doing this. Tiger Woods, to make himself a better golfer, used to putt going and practice putting on a basketball court. Really? Can you imagine that? Yes, beca- really? because he said because that used, he got used to playing fast greens that way. Can you imagine yeah. that? I never oh, heard of anybody doing that until this morning. I, I never heard of that. That's incredible. Well, that's what that's what he yeah. did because some of these some of these they, they were talking about how the. What brought it up is they were talking about how this, the greens were so fast down here at Augusta right yeah. now. I mean, yeah. really fast. It was like it was. They said it was like hitting a ball into a pool table. Yeah. Which, like, but what were and then they said, well, Tiger used to practice putting a putting a golf ball on a basketball court. Unreal. Now, isn't that something? That is unreal. No, well, the, the, you know, it makes sense when you think about it. If you put targets out there and took a ball and put it in this practice, you could do that in Bryce like, Jordan in practice and see how it works right. out. It's or, like, it's or, like it's like putting on but a table. Happened. It's like putting on a table. But yeah, you know, that's what, I, what I'm saying is, but, I, but maybe that was a secret. He never told anybody. Ever told. I just heard it this morning. I yeah. just found that incredible. Yeah, my Colin Montgomery reference was saying that's like Colin Montgomery. Colin Montgomery was accurate off the tee, always accurate going into the green, but he couldn't putt. That, that, that was that was the reference to Colin Montgomery. Well, the thing about this kid, this kid is supposed, to, or Deschambault, or whatever his name is, is supposed to be. Every time, I, every time he goes to a golf tour, course, they to, he's like almost the favorite because of how far he hits the ball, but he oh. never finishes that way because he's just not very accurate. Oh, so, I mean, I mean, I mean that's why the biggest plus for him. There have been no crowds at these tournaments for a while, so he hasn't had to, he hasn't hit anybody yet. But that's it. But it's an interesting concept to me. And that's what is. What do you think? Accuracy or distance? I know a lot of guys want distance right now. I understand I, that. I think you have to have both, and especially when you're when you're playing in a major, where rough is a factor and the width of fairways is a factor. I, you've got to be in fairways. That way, you can make your shots. Uh, that, that, to me, that's why distance awesome, but you need to be accurate with your distance. Well, I'm going to let you go. I always said the hardest game to play well is golf. In my mind. Oh, I feel better now. A lot of people now. have had a golf ball, but they, don't know, they never know where it's going. I feel better now. Because <laughs> I play, and it's like a, some days are like, hey, it's okay. And other days, it's a slog. <laughs> Anyhow, Steve, well, good. Thanks for talking to you. Bye. Thanks, Dick. See you. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. All right, here we go. Um, Quick note, Reese Hoskins, who was the Phillies union rep, said this afternoon he isn't sure whether the Phillies will reach the 85% vaccination threshold Major League Baseball has installed for relaxing COVID-19 protocols. He says some players are excited to get the shot and others are not. Hoskins said as a general statement, believing in what science is saying is usually a pretty safe and logical bet. So when it does become available, he personally, Reese Hoskins, will be getting it. But it sounds like not every Philly wants to get it. And Major League Baseball to relax protocols, you have to have an 85% vaccination threshold on the team. And Hoskins isn't sure the Phillies are going to get there. Phillies are off to a really good start, too. Tampa Bay leads the Yankees 2-0, by the way. And again, it's another day where Aaron Judge is not in the lineup. When he's in the lineup, he's dynamic. He spends too much time watching them. That is a problem. He can't help it. Can't help it. But it is a problem. 